Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. The dynamic duo <laughs> is back. <laughs> it's so funny you just said that. Hi, uh, I'm Karen Kenny, and uh, this is Go Baron. Yeah, so it's funny because I just did an Instagram story, and one of the little um, gifts, you know, the little picture things, I, I, I put us on there, and then there's a little Batman and Robin running around above our heads. <laughs> You'll have to go I check it out. That. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, so happy to be here. Yeah, me too. And uh, there, there's really something that's been bubbling up for me that I want to talk about. Awesome. And, and here's the fun part. I have no idea what it is. So I'm like, where, where are we going today, BB? What's happening? It's funny. In some of our other episodes, I didn't know where we were going this time. You don't know where we're going, but we will know when we get there. Though. That's exactly right. Yeah. So I, was, I had this really interesting experience. I, uh, I, I know you and I have uh, uh, pretty radically different tastes in music. And so I was at a DJ concert, which is kind of like a like house music, right? Like yeah, it's trance, but it's like FM, whatever, yeah. right? Like a, a guy playing music, but like acting like he's in a uh, like a, in a concert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. For those of you who can't see, uh, Karen is bobbing her head left <laughs> and right, up and down, all kinds of sideways. <laughs> hey, I used to go to some raves back in the day. I can dig some house music. Yeah. So, so I was at this place, and there's like you know seven to ten thousand people. And, and I've got my eyes closed and I'm listening to the music. I'm, I'm loving it. I was at this Armin Van Buren concert. Really like the guy. I think he's, uh, I think at least on three or four of his songs that he's produced, uh, I mean, it really is some sort of a downloaded mm. instrumental from the divine. I mean, it's just mm. so miraculous. And, you know, I'm enjoying myself and like this wave, comes over me and I'm like, oh my God, I am this insignificant speck in the universe. <laughs> and, and I found so much freedom in that sort of realization, but it wasn't this realization. It was like a visceral experience of knowing that. Mm. And I open, open my eyes and I look at Armin Van Buren up there on the stage with his arm in the air, just like owning it. He was like owning it, right? Like <laughs> he's not even dancing. He just has his arm up in the air in this iconic pose and he holds it for like 30 seconds. And I'm like, that mo, I mean, he is just like there. And then the entire energy of the whole room is focused on him. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, God, the difference between him and me in this moment 
is that I'm fully aware of how insignificant I am. Mm -hmm. At the same time, he's fooling himself into thinking that he is significant. Because right? I've been in that place. I've yeah. been on stage in front of a thousand people. You know, I, I still am. But I no longer have the illusion that I'm that significant in the grand mm. theme of the universe. And there was a lot, a lot of, um, um, I don't even know how to say it, like freedom and like release out of knowing that, right? And then it really got me into thinking of how much energy we humans spend <laughs> on trying to be special, trying to show our significance, and how, oh, I don't even know how to say it, like how anti-productive it is in the grand scheme of things. And then it got me thinking about social media, mm. how that entire world is about showing significance and how much energy we place on showing significance and showing how we stand out where everywhere else on our planet, every other living organism other than humans, our job is to blend in with the ecosystem that we're a part of, <laughs> not stand out. Dude, I, I'm, not, I'm just gonna, I'm just, stay, I'm just keeping my big fat mouth shut till you're done with this thought because I'm just like, I'm just like over here preach. I got so many thoughts on this, but so finish, finish your what? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, and I could just feel how much energy loss how much suffering we humans have created for ourselves mm -hmm. in the act of standing out versus the act of blending in and how on some level, and this is going to sound strange, but on some level, this act of standing out is a violent act. And it, it and it just, uh, you know, I came back and I'm looking at social media and going, oh my God, what is this racket? <laughs> it's still, I call it a racket all the time. <laughs> yeah. and, and then, right, but I'm still kind of playing along, but in a very different way, right? Yes. And so since then, I really looked at it from the perspective of not what do I do to stand out and get noticed? But what is it that I'm curious about and what is it that I actually want to share just for the hell of it? Right. Yep. And, but is that, like for those people that want to build their business using social media, is that a viable option, right? If you do that, what winds up happening, right? Yeah. So there's a, a, a you know, as far as more of the metaphysical aspect of this, it's very clear. Yes. But as far as how to, you know, from a marketing perspective. Yes. It's, well, the whole time, yes, the whole time you're talking about that, I said, oh, there's so many layers here, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think and it's so funny you said this because after this talk, I have to, not have to, I get to, but have to record my, um, my podcast for next week. 
and what the one of the possible topics was going to be called um, separation, specialness, and suffering. Oh boy, there we go. <laughs> so I swear to God, this is how I know. I'm like, oh, spiritual team on the job. Here we go. And so, um, yeah, like, you know, when you say it's a violent act, this is one of the things that like really popped out for me. So from a Course in Miracles perspective, you know, the world, quote, unquote, the world only exists because we, we wanted to be special so bad. And we actually believe we created the world because we were successful in killing God, <laughs> right? So it's just like, now we're the new God. So everything in this world, and I'll just come at it just because you touched on the marketing point. Um, well, wait, let me, let me just dabble, dip my toe in the metaphysical thing from, just from the way that I experience it. I 100% agree. Like I can imagine that whole scene, like as a storyteller, the visual in my mind, like I could feel like the thump, thump, I could feel the music, the energy, the bodies, just like him up there, I can't, like doing the whole thing. And just uh, what I just think is when, when you have that moment of realizing like, I am so insignificant. One part of my body just goes, what a fucking relief. I can finally relax. It's like, I don't have to try and be anything, do anything, become anything. Like I don't have to try and figure out my ideal avatar, my needs, like all this stuff. And I think that's, that's where we're at odds so often, you know, why I think this world can be so challenging. And I think for me, like, I, I'm just going to personalize it from my point of view, because the whole time I'm listening to you, like, that's how I feel so often. I'm like, oh my God, this social media is a racket. And if one more person tells me, like, I got to find my ideal avatar and like all this, but I'm like, I could give two shits. Not that I could give two shits about people I want to serve, but like all the stuff, like finding your niche and finding out your uniqueness and what makes you special. Because here's what I know. As soon as you insist on being special, you're going to suffer. Because what that means is you've been successful in separating yourself from your source, whatever you call that. So it's kind of a mind, fuck, you know, it's kind of like this thing where it's like, okay, if I'm, if I'm, I'm having this experience that I'm embodied in the world and I'm here and I'm trying to run a business and I'm trying to help people make a love connection about why they're my people or I'm their person or whatever the thing is, how can we do this? And I remember, you know, cause I worked with you in your, your former program for like two years. And we got this huge, um, at one point we get the big book of marketing, right? And you guys who can't see me right now, it's like three inches thick. This suck, it's like spiral bound. It's like, and you can go through everything. It's like networking, uh, signature talks, like this, this, this. And I, I remember just flipping through that book and having paid you know, a good investment to work with you and get some of your genius and the other coach's genius and just feeling like, I just flipped through it and I'd be like, nope, nope, nope. Like I just didn't. I didn't want to like, it's, it's not that it wasn't smart strategy. There are plenty of people who were like, yes, yes, yes. But everything in my body was just kind of resisting. And I was like, I don't want to play this fucking game, man. Like this just isn't that interesting to me. And so, <clears throat> you know, you guys would say to me, here's your homework, go out in public and just be yourself. Like that was my marketing strategy. And I was like, I just wanted to know more than anything. Um, from this, from this piece of it, can I just make a living and can I just 
can I do my business in alignment with my values and the things that mattered to me and the truth of myself? Can I just, can I make money by just being myself? And I didn't want to do a tap dance and I didn't want to Cirque du Soleil myself into some funnel. Like I could, it just doesn't even interest me. And in fact, I was talking to somebody earlier today about memberships. And she's like, I'm doing this membership thing. If you ever want to know about it, how to build a thing. And I remember saying to you one time, hey, I think having a membership would be really cool. And you were like, yeah, but there are a lot of work. And like we were talking about it. And I just feel like I'm still Bill Barron <laughs> trying to figure out where KK fits in into the whole marketing schematic social media thing. And if you look at my social media feed, sometimes it's like, hey, I'm doing this event. But a lot of it is shit that either just makes me laugh or makes me smile or it lit me up or it made me think differently or whatever. I really have no kind of strategy, <laughs> if that makes sense. I actually think that, I mean, personally, I think that's the best strategy. Because it's the only thing that, gives you energy versus takes energy away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just think that God pretending is so exhausting. Amen. And as soon as there's a strategy to social media, there are going to be days where you have to pretend. There are going to be days where you have to say something even though you're not feeling it. And, and there's nothing worse than that. I mean, there are a lot of things worse than that, but it's... It's, well, a, it's a betrayal. It's a betrayal to yourself. Yeah, it's a betrayal to yourself. And, and I just think that we're the only species on the planet where somehow there's a faulty design where we can actually betray ourselves. Yeah. No other animal can, can do it, even well, if they tried. Yeah, you know, it's fascinating being, being the, like a furry, a furry kid mom, right? I have, I have six pets right now. And my four dogs, they're all totally different. I mean, the two brothers, they share DNA, so they have mannerisms that are often the same. However, I'm like, Buck, Buck, you know, I'm like, you know, Buckaroo isn't sitting there going, how can I be more Buckaroo? How can I be the best, best Buckaroo I can be? How can I get my, how can I get more attention? Like, there's no efforting of, and I get it, they're animals, whatever people say, it's a little bit different, but I see humans it's like performing, pretending, people-pleasing, perfectioning, like all these P's that I talk about. And the one thing all those P's do not bring you is peace. <laughs> I can tell you that. Because yeah. it, it is like, it is contortionist level, like, um, it's like you have to, you have to kind of like kill off certain parts of yourself. And for me yesterday, like um, I, I do a, a podcast a week. I don't batch them. And people are like, so do you have your, your, your social media content calendar? And I'm like, oh my God, no. And they're like, do you have your strategy laid out for your launches and all this stuff? And I'm like, mm, no. But yesterday, quote unquote, I was supposed to do a, a podcast so I could have it queued up for next week. I'm not shitting you. I tried eight times because it, it was like, oh, I have to have this ready for my team to do the thing. 
I go on the first one. I talk for five minutes and there's no energy. I'm like, that's not it. That's not the topic. Get rid of that. The next one, I was like, I just kept flubbing up my words over stupid stuff. The next one, I talked for 10 minutes and right in the middle of talking, I just yell, fuck this. And I like, don't do it. The next one, I got 25 minutes in. I was like, you don't, whatever. I literally sat talking to myself. I have all these, I was like, by the eighth try, I said, I am clearly not supposed to do one today. And I'm the kind of person, I love to be consistent, but I would have just said, sorry guys, I'm not feeling it this week. There's no content this week because I'm not going to force it. And I was like, I'm willing to try. But here's the thing. That's the podcast. Is that, well, I, you know what's so funny? I almost did a 10 minute podcast where I swear to God, where I said, hey guys, I tried, I was going to just do one called, um, like you can't force it. Don't force it. Don't force shit. I was like, and I started to record that. And I thought, you're crazy. You're going to do like an eight minute podcast episode called don't force it. And the podcast is about how I couldn't do a podcast. And then I was like, I don't want to waste that time, but maybe I should have done it. But that's, that's, that, that's really where meeting yourself where you're at. Right. And that, cause you're definitely not the only one that's having that experience, but but you are having a little bit of a different experience, whereas most people would have forced through it and like made themselves finish. And guess what? It would have been mediocre. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, but- 100%. I couldn't feel myself in it. Right. And I was like, I'm not just going to put something out because I'm quote unquote supposed to put something out. And it's why like, you know, I wake up in the morning every day and it's like, yeah, I mean, you got to have a certain sense of like, you know, what, what am I doing today? But if I can't feel it, I'm just at that point in my life where, and I've said this to you before, and I don't mean fun in an immature way. Like, oh, if I'm not having fun, I'm not, I don't mean that. You do the right thing. You go to funerals, you show up, you do your job. I'm not talking about irresponsibility, but I'm not going to do something that just doesn't feel right. Like I can't make myself do it anymore. I'm like, I just won't do it. I spent so much of my younger years people pleasing. It was a survival skill, you know, literally. And then I was like, I can't do this anymore. And one of the main things that I loved about working with you guys uh, in the big shift in all stars and stuff, I said it was one of the first places where I felt like I could totally be myself. And not only that, I was encouraged to totally be myself. Like you guys gave me so much permission to break the rules, to not do it. Like, yeah, this is all in the book, but what do you want to do? And you questioned me. And it's, it's one of the things about, can I be, can I be in, and this word is so overused. I don't even want to say it, but it's true. Can I be in authenticity? Can I be in genuineness? Can I be in the truth of what I'm trying to do here? And I'm just not willing to like, I don't even, and you might laugh at this or say you're crazy, you should figure this out. But there are so many people who say, go out to your quote unquote tribe, go out to your people, ask them what they want, find out what their problems are, and then create that. And I'm always like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to create what I want to create. And then if people are attracted to that, and if it's a good fit, I trust that somehow they will find me. But maybe that's a crazy way to do business. I don't know. 
It's not, it's not a crazy way to do business uh, as long as you are co-creating. Bingo. Uh, because if you're co-creating, that it's inherently they're going to want it. Right? Like they don't have to be there for you to co-create with them. Right? It's, like, it's not like uh, getting people in the room, you're co-creating with them. When, but when you can bring somebody with you, like I, I remember when I was producing music, that's how I was producing music. I was like, bring somebody along with me, like emotionally. Mm-hmm. And, and then have an intuitive dialogue with them. If I do this, are you going to like it? Right? Like what, what would happen when we do this together? Right? And then um, the more connection I had, the more the co-creation became something beautiful. So just for the, the listeners at home who may not know you as well or know exactly what you mean, when you say co-creating with another individual and bringing them along, do you mean in your mind or do yeah. you mean there was actually, so there wasn't a person, um, there wasn't a person in the room with you. It was like you had a particular person in mind that you were like vibing with or whatever. Or yeah, creating with. And I can feel them. I knew who they were, like all of it. And I was, creating it with them like like if i did that what would be the reaction if i did this what would be the reaction and so it's like i'm um i'm much more of a co-creator than a creator that's why i do well in in my group mentorship calls and live experiences because it's like when presented with something that i can play off of yes something that magical comes out of it right Mm -hmm. but by myself i just don't really care all that much (laughs) so it's interesting because when you said co-creation the first thing that i thought of is i always think of it like um more kind of like that that divine thing so for me when i'm tuning in and i'm just saying like in the morning when i start my day have have me go where you would have me go have me do what you would have me do whatever i'm really deeply listening and and part of that is um you know and of course in miracles there's i'm paraphrasing there's a line that basically says that um when when you have chosen wrongly and you will know because your mood will tell you so You know, it says, and I'll just tell you what it says. People can use the language or, and, and it says, and Christ gently calls to us, my brother choose again. And so that's kind of the experience with like the podcast. Like I knew how I was feeling and I felt kind of like this, this pressure of, uh, I deliver this thing every week. So I need to do it. Doesn't matter if you're not really feel like sometimes I'm like, okay. And then they, it was just like, literally like my co-creative team was like, not today, motherfucker, like back away from the microphone. And I was like, okay. And I wrote to my team and I said, Hey, look, uh, I tried eight times. It's not happening today and we'll see what happens tomorrow. Like that's just how I'm rolling. And I'm kind of taking the pressure off it. I mean, there are times when I feel very, um, I always say like, if I'm going to post anything, I have a set of guidelines for myself. And I said, it, I, I, it has to either elevate, educate, uh, enlighten or entertain. And if it doesn't check one of those boxes, I'm like, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm either sharing it. Cause like I said, it moved me, it made me laugh or it made me excited or I have something that I want to say. I'm not going to create stuff just to create it. And to also, I think with the heartbeat of this whole conversation about 
and you can disagree totally because it was the beginning of your conversation. You kicked it off. But it, this comes down to ego versus spirit. That, that's all it is to me. Like, which point of view am I coming from? And the ego demands, demands your specialness. But as soon as you demand to be special, you will suffer in some way because you're separating yourself. And whether it's from the herd, like the animals, you know, the, the, the one that wanders off in the desert isn't going to survive. <laughs> you know what I mean? But we're being asked constantly, hang your shingle, be unique. What's your unique properties? Who's your ideal avatar? What's the, it's like specialness, 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 specialness in this world. And so it's like, well, how do we create uh, in the, especially the entrepreneurial world, how do we put our stuff out there without like going like, look at me, I'm the expert, I'm the master, I'm this, Hi, you should hire me because of that. It's like, there's a part of it where sometimes I stand back and I'm like, these exact words, this is such a racket. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's really interesting, I, you know, especially being uh, an eco guy, uh, I, I'm having kind of an interesting experience with products where products seem a lot more pure than services. It's like, here's this product, here's, it's tangible, you can touch it, right? Mm -hmm. Not that I want to clutter the world with more stuff, but at the same time, there, there seems to be some different kind of purity, you know, about it, right? Like, Ooh, I stink. Well, what if I had an aluminum-free uh, deodorant? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, it somehow that seems more pure to me. Because there is no illusion that that deodorant is me. Right. <laughs> because, right, because so, yes. 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 Um, it, right. Because it's this thing, isn't it? This thing, especially in the coaching world, like you start to believe, like, don't believe the hype. Wreck yourself before you wreck yourself. Um, because you can, so many people confuse their business or their services with themselves. Yeah. And then their success and their value and their worth. But it's like, like you said, like, well, if I have this soy candle or whatever, it's like, here you go. Like that was one of the fun things. I mean, even though yoga was a service, like having a studio where people just came in, I'm like, I look back and I'm like, life was, that was so simple then to just have a place. And the product was the yoga class. And I'm like, and I knew how to do that. And I, I'm like, it, I'm like be, stepping into again, accidental entrepreneur, even as a, even as a yoga studio owner, I was an entrepreneur, but I always just was like, I'm self-employed. I didn't have grandiosity around this thing. Right. But now it's just like, I see people, I get, I even get exhausted watching <laughs> what's happening on social media. I just sit back and I think, this is a shit show. Now, I'm not saying some beautiful things don't come out of it. Some great art, some great connections. Like, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's bad. I think, I think it's kind of neutral. You can use it. It's a tool you can use however you want to use it. But I see the insecurity, desperation, and um, uh, 
lack of a better word, performing that goes on there. Yeah. Well, whatever we can do to at least stop the madness in our own, uh, on our own feeds. Yeah, it's true. It's like, you know, I, I, say, to, I say to my clients all the time, like, um, try to live as in, intentionally with as much attention, attentionally and intentionally as much as you can. And if you're posting something, know why you're posting something. If you're doing something or making a choice, know why you're doing it. Like you have to know yourself. You have to know your motivation. You have to know why you're doing it. And for me, it's like, um, I, I honestly say like, we've talked about this before. Like we never really got into it, uh, but we talked about money before. And I think if money wasn't an issue, like I think to myself, well, if I didn't have a business, if I didn't have a business and I didn't need to let people know, quote unquote, about my business or my services, how much would I actually be on social media? What's the answer? Uh, probably not that much. I think that I would still probably share like haha videos, like, oh, check this out, cute donkey or whatever it is, right? And I might say, oh my God, my friend has a book reading. I, I might just totally use it for love shout outs. I don't know that I would even, I, I kind of miss the old days. We're around the same age. So I, I think about back when we were kids, the only way you could get in touch with somebody, if you wanted to hang out with them, connect with them, co-create with them, play, whatever, is you either went to the house and knocked on the door or you called. And even back then, you could choose to pick up the call or not because we didn't have answering machines. So you would be at home and like this was the sanctuary, like you were in your, that you were in your home and you could choose if we wanted to come out. And then they could see you at school. That was another way. And then it was like answering machines and then it was beepers and then it was so cell phones, social media, like whatever. And like right now, like I can be in my house and I can still feel the energetic entryways to contacting me, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, on my phone, text message, email, call me, box me. And now I just feel like there's a constant almost ask to come outside of your insignificance. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of funny. It's like come outside. I'm like, Man, on some level, I, before you, you went into the insignificance part, on some level, it's like we're always outside, right? There is no sanctuary. There is no place to be able to have, because the outer world is so loud. Oh, yeah. That the inner world is becoming quieter and quieter, and it takes a lot more energy and effort to actually tune in and to listen and be with it. And yeah. it's why, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'm a, uh, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know, I, I'm feeling in this place of like, okay, what do we do? Like, I, it wasn't the nature of the conversation before, but now it feels like it, like, what do we do? How do we act from here on out in a way that allows what's truly important to have a bigger significance in the day-to-day -day activities of our lives? A hundred percent. And I think for me, that's why 
you know, the, the, one of the first things I try to do with my clients is to establish a daily, a daily spiritual practice, whatever that ritual might be for them, because that time going within, like the, the way that my meditation teacher would have described it, he calls it installing like internal stabilizers. And so that's what those, whether it's meditation, prayer, mantra, dance, whatever people do, journaling, I mean, there's a thousand ways to God or to, to the source or to love, whatever you want to call it. So for me, it's like, but it, taking that time first thing in the morning to go in is the difference between going out into the world and inspiring in some way or inflicting yourself you know, on other people. So, I mean, that, that for me is non-negotiable. Like I really know that I, I need that. And I also know that I need, you have to know yourself, right? So what might be the choices that I might make, up, make, might, uh, make to show up as my most genuine authentic, loving, whatever, compassionate self might look different for, for other people. But I know that um, I need quiet time. I need time with books. Uh, I need to have deep conversations, hence why we have th like this pod, this, this <laughs> dynamic duo thing we're doing is, um, you know, I never use this phrase, but it, the kids, the kids use it. It gives me life, you know? So I'm looking for the things that, um, that uh, I guess I would say that um, just make me feel more light so I can be the light that I am, you know? So I just don't, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to participate in a lot of nonsense anymore. It's just not that interesting to me. Yeah. What about you? You know, for me, uh, uh, you know, I have a, a self-care checklist. It's an actual piece of paper. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, every three or four weeks I look at it and I change it, add some things, subtract some things. And uh, the, the one constant that's been on it is that no communication until my morning routine is completely done. Mm -hmm. Until I've uh, done my meditation breathing, until I've done stretching, until I've done exercise, until I've done putting nutritious, healthy things in my belly, you know, until I, a few other things, <laughs> until I put in when I'm going to be walking that day and what meeting that I'm having I can actually do while walking. And until I put in the top three uh, personal priorities for me, and I, I have these three categories. Uh, I think, I, I don't know if I've ever told you, it's, uh, it's uh, breezy. <laughs> it's like something that, like it, it requires almost no energy. Like today in the breezy category, yeah. is to put yesterday's laundry away. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then there's, uh, there's important. Mm. And, and for me, the important is some internal inquiry. Yes. Right. And, uh, yeah. And then, and then there's, uh, choose me. Something that's often could be called indulgent or something that like would be like, I don't know, like internally decadent. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that could be like a, a bath. Mm -hmm. or... Yeah. I think that's beautiful, man. I think that, um, 
proud of it for me too is to I love the I thought you were gonna say easy breezy. I was like, what's the other one gonna be? So cheesy. So I, I, I love that, but I think it. I think it's so important. I, I and I think you know the way that self care is so often talked about. It's, it's not just about like pedicures and manicures. Like there's so much more to it. And I think part of what, also is really important for me, is more and more and more and more and more. And it kind of might be a perfect place to kind of wrap the conversation up. Is that, when you talk about this insignificance, right? It's like it's this thing about realizing that the older I get, I'm like, on some level, <laughs> this might not be great for marketing for my business, but on some level, I recognize that I don't know shit, man. And I'm just staying so curious. I'm just staying. I just want to keep meeting the world and myself with more and more curiosity, with less and less judgment, with more just like this open-heartedness of like, yeah, like I, it doesn't really matter. Like I laugh at myself sometimes. I'm like, oh, you have these podcasts and you have all these opinions and you give advice and you mentor people. And, and on some level, I think to myself, like, and none of it really matters. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you actually came to the definition of freedom. Mm -hmm. right? It's like when we believe that our work somehow takes on uh, heroic proportions of significance. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's a Kool-Aid that you should put back in the box and go to the store and return it. Right? Don't but mix that picture of significance Kool-Aid. Right. Because it's uh, I mean, it's so true, because unless you're omnipotent, like unless you have the total universal view, like I always say, like, man, just help me to do the best with what I have. Like, but what do I know? Like, I think about it all the time, like all I can do is is trust, trust the intuition and the guidance that I feel in my body to share when to shut up, when to speak, what to say, how to say it like that. I, I'm like. But at the end of the day, like I said, I said, I swear to God, I said to my sweetie, like four to four days ago, if I were to drop dead tomorrow, I'm like, you'd give a shit. I go, these guys would care. They love me. I go, handful of people, a couple of people might be like, ah, oh, KK, we loved her. I go, but really, I'm a blip. I just said this to him. I'm a blip on the screen. And it's kind of fun in a way to think about that. Like, you know, I, I left, what's the mock I'm going to leave? Like we, we talk about these legacies, right? I don't have kids. I'm not, I'm like, maybe I'll leave a few books behind, whatever. But in the big scheme of things, there's a freedom to think, well, like something like, hey, I came and I danced and I made some music and I wrote some words and I loved the shit out of some people. Like maybe that's enough. And, and I will be completely forgotten. <laughs> Exactly. It's like, That's what I'm saying. And, and 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 for some reason, for some people, that would feel excruciating. But I don't know why it feels good to me. And uh, yeah, and this this whole concept of legacy. Do you, well? Do you let me ask you. 
What? I don't care. I'm going to be dead. I don't care. Yeah, I, fa- I think it's fascinating. And again, I think it goes back to, you know, to the ego. The only thing that it wants, we've talked about this before, is to be special. And it doesn't care if it makes you special through your arrogance and your superiority and you're the best, or it makes you special through your, I'm a piece of shit and I'm no good and I'm not lovable, right? It will, it will use anything. It will take anything. And to the ego, no specialness, to the ego blending in, to the ego just being one with is terrifying. It, it means death. And that's why I think it scares people to think I could be gone tomorrow and how, like we talked about this with the Kobe episode, like it's some, it's like you're here, you make an impact, whatever you do, you think, and then you're just gone. In in a few weeks, people move on. Life goes on. It's true. It's true. So uh, I think it's time to wrap up our uh, podcast of total insignificance exactly we hope <laughs> we hope that you uh listen to this and realize that it totally on some ma- like on some level doesn't matter <laughs> yeah exactly and you find complete freedom in Ex- that thought exactly amazing yep thank you bye everybody bye Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. (laughs) I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite part was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing.